Thank you for listening to Pow Block Podcast, the flagship Nintendo podcast of Boss Rush Network. Do you need even more gaming and entertainment in your life? Head over to BossRush.net where you can find news, reviews, creators, podcasts, and more focused around the content you enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Nintendo Power Block special episode, Mini Block. I am your uh, moderator at this time. <laughs> you the moderator? No, absolutely not. There is nothing you've ever moderated in your life. <laughs> Especially if you're in that hot take you had just now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had to lot to and excited as to be. Join me for this mini block. It's going to be the gallivating Galatrat herself, Mr. Jacob Taylor. What's going on, everybody? I don't have a joke prepared for this one because it's a kind of a special episode. <laughs> yes, and you guys, you miss him. We love him. We care about him. He, he. We always make him laugh uh, when he uh, reads our uh, discussions in our Twitter chats. <laughs> It's the insider himself, it, the indie insider himself, Mr. Dan Murphy. Oh, glad to be back, Ed. Thanks. <laughs> yes. Um, if you guys uh just seen that we did not uh have a recording on Monday for Labor Day, um, it doesn't make sense to labor on a day of la- uh when we should be off laboring. So, uh, you guys are seeing this live. Uh, once again, congratulations to Jacob Thank for you. being a year on Twitch uh, as a Twitch affiliate and we kind of just want to have a small 30-45 minute discussion um, about the topic. So at this point in time, I'm handing it over to Dan. Uh, He's going to be leading this discussion and this topic. So Dan, take it away. All right, Ed. Uh, yeah, thanks. So, you know, one of the big topics going around on the internet right now is Nintendo Switch Online getting Game Boy games and Game Boy Color games. Um, so, you know, we haven't really talked too much about what we think about Nintendo Switch Online um, or its current state or where we think it should go. So I thought it was kind of a fun idea to just kind of talk about it and break it down in the way we think, you know, what we think about it right now. So... You know, Nintendo Switch Online is about $20 a year um, individual, or you do $35 a year for a family plan, which I do, and then I just put all my friends on it. So um, you're welcome, everybody. Right, <laughs> and, um, you get a You get a whole bunch of um, Nintendo uh, games, like regular Nintendo, and then you get Super Nintendo games as well. Uh, Nintendo Super Nintendo came out, I think, in fall of 2019. Um, and it has some of the some games that people consider some of the best on Super Nintendo as Super Mario World, Super Metroid, uh, a link to the past. So so let's let's kind of kick it off first with um, Game Boy coming to Nintendo Switch online. Are you buying? Are you selling this? And if it is coming, what do you want to see on it and what do you think will come? Uh, Ed, kick it off. So I. <laughs> I think it is coming, but I don't think it's coming soon. I know people are wondering when and everything, when it's coming there uh, and stuff. Um, But I just don't think it's soon. Um, 
I I will buy into the rumor until I see something, and I think it depends on when we see the next Nintendo Direct. And I feel like we'll see it this month, or we'll see it. We'll definitely need to see it this month because of Metroid uh, Dread. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am excited for it to come out because I think there are a lot of games, definitely Tetris, Super Mario Land, Super Mario Land Two, the Six Golden Coins. Uh, if they could, if they're able to get Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on there, Castlevania, there's a lot of stuff from a lot of well-known franchises that a lot of people never played, never got a chance to experience. So this will be completely fresh. Um, definitely for me, uh, when I got my Game Boy, my down button didn't work. So <laughs> like I could it go. Yes, oh, something. I think because I was playing Tetris so much, my down buttons, the down directional pad stopped stopped working. So oh, man. I literally uh, had to like play Super Mario Land with a big Mario who could have duck, and it had all the <laughs> little artwork. Somehow I did beat the game though. <laughs> that is impressive. Uh, and when I got my Super Game Boy Color, that's when I kind of revisit a lot of games and, you know, finished a lot of games that I couldn't because of the down button um, and stuff. So I, I'm buying into this, but I will actually, I don't know if it's coming anytime soon. What about you, Jacob? You buying or you selling? Uh, no, I'm, I'm buying into this. I think that I think that it could easily come in soon. I think that they could drop it at any point this year. Would they could drop it um, around the release of Metroid Dread and and put Metroid Two on there for a way for people to play that version of the game. They could drop it around Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Include bre- blue, red, and yellow on there. Drop it for that. Um, they could put it in at the as a, like a last thing for the holidays. It could drop December if they don't have any sort of big games planned. For December, then they could easily drop it in there, and that could be like their big game that they're offering. You know, like I, there's a ton of people that would get super excited about uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Color coming to Nintendo Switch Online, which, which is so crazy because that's Advance Wars, Reboot Camp One and Two, and now uh, Brain Age. Brain versus yes, Brain. Yeah. Uh, I forgot Brain Age is coming out. I'm I, excited I really, about yeah, that. Yeah, I haven't seen that's, <laughs> that's totally going to be my like going to bed game. <laughs> so, not playing that one on stream because I don't want people to know how dumb I am. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but no, I'm, I'm absolutely buying into this. Um, I do think it's going to leave people disappointed. I think that they're wrong for being disappointed um, in, in things like that. But we can talk about that uh, a little bit later as we continue our conversation. But what about you, Dan? Are you buying? Are you selling? I think I'm selling because this rumor kind of swirled around a couple times before and it came to nothing. I think it's that, you know, I think like it's rumored turning in a rumor, turning in a rumor. Like, okay, we're rumored a Nintendo Direct coming before WarioWare. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, State of Play is next week. And I, I don't think that Nintendo and PlayStation would do these announcements or events on the same week. Like, even though they're not really in direct competition with each other, mm-hmm. These companies want the spotlight on themselves. Of course. Me as a Nintendo fan, I'm not going to watch the state of play if a Nintendo Direct is within a couple days of it, right? I mean, that's just kind of obvious. And same thing with, like, a Sony fan. Like, Sony fans will watch a Nintendo Direct 
if there's no state of play around it. So I don't even think a direct is going to come next week. I hope I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> but well, it's gotten until yeah. October 8th, right? That's Metroid. So, Oh, I, I didn't mean Metroid. I meant uh, WarioWare. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, so before WarioWare comes out, um, which is next Friday. Mm-hmm. By the way, you guys tried the demo for that? I have not. Yes, I what, did. What, did you like it? I did enjoy it. I got confused with some of the controls. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I, so I haven't downloaded it. I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, so it's it's something I think I need to return to. Uh, I probably won't get it this Friday. I'm debating right now at this time because Tales of Arise drops this Friday. Oh, nice. But I am getting it because I'll be on vacation. I am planning on getting it next week if gotcha. I don't get it Friday because... Knowing me, I'd probably be like, let me check my bank account and just see how much I could splurge <laughs> on. And then I'd take my tell the best buy to be like, yeah, tell of a rise while you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah, so anyway, I'm getting way sidetracked. But anyway, I think a rumor turns into a rumor, turns into another rumor. Um, this has popped up a few times and it kind of never came to fruition. So now I'm just like, eh, I don't think it's ever going to happen, really. Maybe it will. I don't know. But if it does happen, the games I want to see on there, you have to have the original Kirby Dreamland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donkey Kong 94 is possibly the best game I've ever played. And it still holds up really well. Like, I've emulated it recently and it is so good. Have you guys played that game? Damn. I actually have not. I Oh, you're killing me, Ed. Because I <laughs> because I had the Super Nintendo version. I played it on Super Nintendo. Oh, the Game Boy version is the best. It is the best. Like it's gonna be if if Game Boy Color comes or Game Boy comes to Nintendo Switch online and doesn't have this game, it's gonna be a crime. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be very, very upset about it. I I don't care what any of the other games are. <laughs> I would pay 20 bucks a year to play that game. <laughs> there you go. You heard him, Nintendo. Charge him specifically $20 a year. To... I, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I, I know Reggie's listening to this, and he can Absolutely. he can work this out. Even though so. he doesn't work there anymore, but he'll make it happen. Gavin. I know. That's what I'm saying. He'll <laughs> yeah, work yeah. it out. He's got connections. He does. Uh, what, what, what games do you guys want to see? Well, I like I said, six, six golden coins. I would like to see oh, on there. Great one. Uh, I kind of would like to see Mega Man on there because I never got the ch- I got a chance to play Mega Man. I thought there was a Contra game, but I heard that one was bad. Castlevania is hard as ever, and be and plus this is on the Castlevania collection. It really don't need to be on there unless they feel like doing it. Um, I actually would like to play Return of Samus, um, mm-hmm. Metroid Two. Um, I would love to play that. I have it on my 3DS. Uh, but my 3DS cracked, so I kind of want to play on my big high-def TV just to see how it looks. And definitely, man, I, I would tell everybody this. If you're playing your uh, Switch on the go, playing Game Boy, please have your headphones on. Mm-hmm. The sound is amazing with that, with headphones. Hearing the Pokemon thing with headphones and hearing the uh, because Pokemon is definitely oh, heart gold and silver definitely needs to be on there and a heart to beat. Uh-huh. You can keep you do uh, they want to bring the Japanese ones, that's fine. Gold and silver must be there on Switch. Don't bring the Japanese ones, Nintendo, bring the American ones for America. I want to be able to read Pokemon games, I do not know enough about them to not be able to read what I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I so I tweeted about this in the in kind of a quote unquote hot take, I guess, of like it really bugs me when people are make jokes or like are angry about games coming that they don't really know about or have never played before. Um, because like, that's just a new game to you. You're just getting a free new experience. Sure. It might be terrible, but you're paying for the service already. So it's just free. Like that's, that's how that, that's how that kind of idea works. Um, not really, but we'll, we'll play with it. Uh, so the other part of that though, was that like, I'm pretty sure that like 95% of the people that had a game boy color or a game boy, um, which, which, um, doesn't which doesn't uh include or no i'm sorry which includes like my age group and maybe a couple couple people older or younger than me but i'm pretty sure that 95 percent of y'all had like three games and then that's it for a game boy because i don't know about y'all but my parents weren't out there buying me games every single time every single time i beat a game i played through pokemon red like four times like <laughs> i oh. think i had about six games yeah maybe. there's and that I, library I, is I, huge i had about 20 well, that <laughs> makes sense for Ed. Well, Ed was Ed was you know thirty five and had a full time job. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, but so like I you know I for nostalgic reasons I'd love to see the the Pokemon games come there. I I absolutely want to have Link's Awakening, even though they're giving us another way to play it with the uh, Link Legend of Zelda Game Boy. Uh, already have uh, it pre-ordered same dude that the <laughs> moment they said that like and i figured it out too because i was like they were like oh it's only gonna have the two buttons so i was like oh, there's no way it can be there's no yeah dude i've got my yes. there's no way that it can be uh it can be uh uh a link to the past it's gotta be link's awakening <laughs> and they showed it and i was just like yes i love oh, that game. so good beat that game in six hours and 35 minutes on stream today by the way no way. Yeah. Yes. I started it at midnight and finished it at 6.35 a.m. Oh, yeah. Perfect for nobody to see. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but so, like, besides that, I just want new stuff. I've never played Donkey Kong 94. I've never played um, the Samus. I've never played any Mega Man games on the Game Boy. I want to see new stuff. I want to see weird stuff. I want to see things that, like, aren't universally loved all the time because like that's that gives you the opportunity to find new games and i think that a lot of people sleep on that when it comes to nintendo switch online um because they're so focused around getting these things that they've already played and paid for several times before that they're not appreciating what nintendo switch online is in the form of these new games that you've never played before that you've never heard of they're not appreciating the fact that this service is the cheapest service out there and sure the online isn't great but realistically like so i have a hardwired connection for my switch i've never had big major issues playing online playing smash brothers playing any any game there's I've never... actually not really either and i'm on wi-fi yeah like i yeah. think honestly i kind of feel like the people who are having these issues are just super vocal and have like the cheapest worst internet <laughs> they can buy AOL. And they're expecting it to be, they're expecting it to be like, Mwah, chef's kiss. Um, but yeah, like Nintendo Switch is so, Nintendo Switch Online is so incredibly inexpensive and you get such a good deal for it. They've started adding on to that service by giving you those like uh, free, like I think it's like a week or two week long, basically where you can have the whole game uh, for that time period. That's super cool. They just did that with Minecraft Dungeons, I believe. 
Um, yeah, like I think this service as a whole is excellent. I think Nintendo, sure they could they could improve on it. Everyone's always called out for like an achievement or trophy system on Switch or on Nintendo consoles, and I think that'd be great. Um, and the online could be better, but what it is and what you pay for it, that's a great deal, I think. Yeah, I, I, like they keep so. I think maybe just because we're so dialed in with like the internet and seeing everybody's reactions, but it's like every single time they do uploads of new games, it's like people are just so pissed off, <laughs> you know, because people want games that they remember that they experienced that they proclaim as fun. Um, you know, we, we talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time for Super Nintendo, how we want that. A lot of people don't think about the licensing and business stuff that Nintendo and third party has to go to. Don't forget, some of these games, the coding is lost. So trying to, try to get that, it, it takes a while. Then you probably do have to find an emulator version of it. And then they got to implement the online part of it, or doing a two-player and stuff, or doing an SP version of a really hard game. Like, it takes a lot of work to get this on. You just can't say, I wish this was... I wish, I wish people who are gamers who know nothing about coding and technology actually got into the field of coding and technology they would be in just listen to a community rant and wave about what they want on the service and, and see how see how they have to try to get that uh that cer that certain kind of service all to or that kind of game or whatever all to that service i bet you a whole bunch of people will have a whole different outlook and vocal opinion about it you try to get snatcher on switch and see how that uh, see how hard that takes it's not just like a one, two, three thing and a snap. No, it doesn't do that. And it's always weird when it comes to Nintendo Online because no one never says this about, sorry, Microsoft and Sony, no one never says this about their games that they wanted on their systems on PSN now or, or Game Pass. When it comes to Nintendo, people have a long list of games that they want on the service. Yeah, and, you know, you bring up the licensing and, um who owns what and everything like you know the fact that game freak still is part of pokemon i don't think we'll ever see if game boy comes up i don't think we'll see pokemon on there and a lot of people clamor for things like oh i want to see final fantasy 3 i want to see uh chrono trigger like square enix is not gonna put Chrono Trigger on Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> you know, like, if you're paying 20 bucks a year for this, I can't imagine that they're paying out a lot of money for this game. Mm -hmm. Like, Chrono Trigger can just... If they want to, they can release it on Nintendo Switch for $10 and make so much more money. They'll probably they, charge 20 bucks. They could, they could probably drop it for 60 put the art book and, like, music track on it and, and whatever. Just any... The, your standard, like old school game brought to new school title new school system and charge 60 for it and people would eat that up they would love it so it's I like would. yeah they would they would never <laughs> i won't say never but it'd be highly unlikely for a company to say you know what we could be making hundreds of dollars off of this but let's do it for free like that's not that's right. so Which, silly it, it, it's silly and like you look at the list of games though like 
Okay, there's 49 uh, Super Nintendo games on there, and there's 50, 58 Nintendo games on there. Mm-hmm. So, like, I see people complaining about it. I'm like, man, first of all, it's 20 bucks a year. That's That's nothing. And... There are so many, like, actually really good games on here. Like, I find myself playing Ice Climber all the time, like, just randomly. Uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 is one of my favorite games of all time, and it's so fun that I'm able to go back at it. Um, if I'm ever wondering if Zelda 2 is that bad, I can go back and remind myself that, yes, it is that bad. Uh, <laughs> but it's like, I look at all these games, and, like, when they do these uploads... I think no matter what, I'm just like, okay, this is like cool. I've never heard of this game. I want, I, I'll give it a shot. It doesn't matter if it sucks because I already have, you know, 40 games that I like. So, you know, 20 bucks a year. I maybe this is a hot take, but I don't feel like I deserve more. Like, there's already so much on it, and I, it, like, I haven't even gone through all of it. And this has been around for years. And the funny thing about it is that. People haven't beaten all of these games that's on there on that service. Right. Like, you try to beat Super Mario Brothers three all the way through without the without the warp, without using any items. The only thing that you could do is use items that's in that level. You would be surprised. I just did that like a few months ago. <laughs> it was wild. It's really difficult. And not right. only that, but. Okay. Sorry, go ahead, Ed. Finish up. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. I was just going to say, Ninja Gaiden on this mud? You tried to bridge the version with the, without the SP and see how far you get. <laughs> not only... <laughs> Good so, luck. Not only without the SP, this service offers, like, one of the coolest things in old school gaming, which is the the so- save states. And, like, the ability oh, to rewind oh God, and things like that, so that makes games so much easier to beat. And still, people out there beating these games, not even giving them a try. And it's like, <laughs> I get I get why, because I have a huge backlog of games that I haven't beaten that I've paid for. But I'm not out here, like, complaining about the games that are available. It's just, you know, those are there. When I can get to them, I get to them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people... And... <sighs> okay, so... And I think this is the problem, kind of what I have with Game Pass, is that a lot of people who have, who have, (laughs) here we go, people who have Game Pass treat it almost like Nintendo Switch Online, where you pick certain games, and even though it has this huge library, you pick certain games and you barely beat them or play them all the way, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of just like. Services like these could put all of these games on, but how many dedicated players are planning to finish it? You know, Yoshi's Yoshi's Island is a game that needs to be played all the way through. Reason why you need to visit all of these bosses and see how innovative they are. Mm-hmm. The same way that you could play all do Bioshock on Game Pass to get the full story and that experience, but some people just do not do it. They said. A lot of people say it's always about the value and that I could try them. To me personally, if I'm paying twenty dollars a year, I want to beat as many games on that service. I want to play that international game that I never heard of and try to beat it and, mm-hmm. and stuff because I want to get something out of out of it. I don't want to give a company some free money just to demo something. That doesn't, to me personally, that doesn't make sense. If I wanted to do that, I'll go find me an old PlayStation magazine and put a demo disc in my system. 
But I mean, that's kind of the point of it, Ed, is like to give you that taste of it so you buy the game, right? Yeah. Well, if the full game is the if the full game is on there, you would think that at at least if you're paying something, you could still beat the full game on that service. If you're gonna be, so, be doing continuous kind of uh, if you're gonna continue the service of playing. Oh, go ahead, Jacob. Well, I was gonna say, uh, kind of steering the conversation uh, in a different direction a little bit. Something that I do wish that Nintendo would embrace that Sony and Microsoft has embraced is this idea of doing so like microsoft has the games with gold i've never actually paid for playstation plus before so i don't know what that is or called mm -hmm. but microsoft has the games with gold where they'll periodically or I think monthly they'll put out a game available for free and you get the whole thing as long as you have um their online service and even if you end yes. up like dropping your subscription for a while and then you sign back up you'll still have that game and i really wish that nintendo would embrace that ideology a little bit I think that that's something that both of those services do, both of those companies do very well. And I think that that builds more fans of different genres and different series. And mm -hmm. I, I think that Nintendo could really benefit from that, especially for like a lot of their ports. People often complain that Nintendo puts a lot of ports on their Git system, which they do. Um, but if you, if they would start offering those, maybe, maybe it doesn't have to be once every month. Maybe it could be like once every three months or something, but they offer one of those games, a full game download for free, and you get to just keep it as long as you have switch online. I think that they could really benefit from that and put a little bit more, um, value into this thing that a lot of people have a problem with and just charge just a little bit more, maybe five, 10 bucks more a month. Um, but what do, what do y'all think? Is there something that from the other companies that you wish Nintendo would adopt? Actually, hmm, I I don't think Nintendo could adopt anything from them. Um, and and I think the reason is is that with Game Pass and not Game Pass, sorry, with games with Go and PlayStation Plus, because I own both of them, those are games that's been out for six months or a year in the past. And if your game is still making money, it's still being on the NPD, they're kind of like, no, we're not going to put this on it. Like Tomb, like Tomb Raider, they really got that on, on against with Gold and uh, PSN Plus, uh, PlayStation Plus. They're not about to put Smash Brothers. Well, <laughs> they're yeah. not about to put, they're not going to put ARMS. On, See, I on think they could service. benefit from putting arms on on a, like a games with gold styled service because arms and arms and and like Splatoon too, like you don't see those on the NPD at all. Well, yes, but the thing about it is, is that those games passed a million, where some of the stuff that's on games with gold and PlayStation now they haven't even they they did numbers. But they weren't doing the numbers consistently like Nintendo's doing now on Switch. Now, if you wanna, if you really wanna do that, let's go with some GameCube games. Yeah. Let's go with some N64 games. Like literally, let's dig in the well and go with some games that just it came out. It should have got a chance, and no one paid attention. Geist, I I continue to bring up Geist because I never got a chance to play. It. But Geist would be a game that would be new to everybody. Tales of Symphonia, I would love that for That's the GameCube game, game to, to get it, for everybody to realize what it is. It was the one game that got me to the Tales series. Like, you, if Nintendo was going to go back and get some games and stuff, 
dude, that's a wealth of gas. And then go talk to Konami. Get some Hudson gas and uh, get Snatcher. Go get um, Dungeon Explorer from Graphics. Go get Bunks Adventure, uh, Rocket Knight Adventure. Like, literally go and dive in. Talk to Sega, knock on their door. Hey, let's get some, some of those Saturn games that nobody's been talking about. And do that monthly? Trust me. Nintendo has enough to go resources to go out to touch some some retro games while still being able to st- still do Nintendo Online and stuff and bring those games out. And if they want to raise it up to thirty dollars a year to include the service, I bet you people will pay it. Literally, people will pay it. So you think? So you think that if they put um. So so here's like kind of the tough thing, right? So if they add N64 games, GameCube games to Nintendo Switch Online and they charged it, what, $30, $35, do you think people would pay that? Or do you think that they should have like an, a, just a subscription to just online where you have an online service, maybe 5 bucks a month, and then like a $35 service with all those games and everything? Because sometimes it's kind of tough to to think that, hey... I think yeah, with the, people are just the, gonna we're gonna force people to pay for this. I think the if they add in this and they charge thirty five dollars, I think because of the raw of how they do their games, I think it's kind of reasonable. First of all, people, are, this is one thing that always gets me that people say they hate being online with other people, hmm. but would trash the mess out of Nintendo Online. It it it, it boggles my mind that. You want the service, but you don't want to play with other people. That's kind of the point of doing online. I think with Nintendo, since they got so much single player and yeah, little uh, co-op games, definitely with GameCube and stuff like there, stuff like there. I think that would uh, that would get more people to play a lot of stuff online. You would get more four-player games on there because GameCube was GameCube and SS4 was built out of four-player. Dreamcast was built out of four-player components. So I think paying it, I think you would get more people online to play some of those older games. And if it if it's a fifteen dollar upcharge, people would pay that fifteen dollar upcharge to play games with friends and stuff. You. You try to you, man. Goodness, Mario Kart Double Dash four player online. Oh man, that would be a blast. And everybody gets their own screen. It's not the twelve it's player not the, online. Twelve player <laughs> online. Dude, and uh, then everybody. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go, go ahead. I don't remember what I was gonna say. I was typing. something. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, I think people would be like, "Oh, this is it," because then it's banned. It's pizza. It's hanging out. It's streaming. It's podcasting. It's a lot of laughs. People would tune in to be like, hey, we're doing the Double Dash stream. And I think for a lot of streamers and content creators, people would jump in to watch. I'm watching a Double Dash match over Overwatch match in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, Switch Online currently costs $20 for an entire year of service. Xbox is $60 for an entire year of service. If Nintendo were to add Game Boy and and GameCube and N64, uh, we won't go all the way up to the Wii, but everything from the Wii 
back or from before the Wii and backwards, so GameCube and back. Would that be something that you think they should charge more for? Would that what what price point would you feel comfortable uh, them going up to with this sort of service? Do you think that they would need to offer more than just more games to play on something that a lot of people see as a dying service? As far as that so, goes, so I I think people thinks that if Nintendo raises this price, it needs to equal the equivalent. I'm sorry, it needs to be the equivalent of Xbox Live. Um, Microsoft have has placed a higher standard and expectation of what online service and gaming is. So Nintendo needs to match that. But like I said, that's American thinking for a Japanese company. True. And so mm. that doesn't kind of work when you have that mentality. If they want to do sixty dollars, if they want to do sixty dollars a year, almost like Xbox Live, they could. But the thing about it is. What is Nintendo going to offer that's going to make people feel like it's $60 worth of? Because the thing about it is that's more complaints against Nintendo from other people. They're, st they're not doing Bluetooth. They're not doing all like this. They're not doing invites. And, and if they do it, it's going to be a little bit complicated. There's going to be a little bit upset. I said if they're going to add all of this and we're definitely with more games coming and if if the games release more quickly and more efficiently, I think $40, period, and just in general, $40 a year would be the best thing. Because if, if Nintendo sticks to that, make one payment per year, mm -hmm. people won't even think about price. They would do it and go, go about and be like, oh, I, what they're dropping Skies of Arcadia, the Dreamcast and GameCube version? I'm going to play that four months down the line, they could drop another game and stuff. Oh, Power Stones? Soul Calibur 2? And, and the GameCube version of Soul <laughs> Calibur 2? Let me play that. Like, oh, literally man. people... And, 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 40, and definitely with people being like... I think it would give an eye to companies to be like, oh, people are jumping in and playing a lot of this. So we now could probably make a compilation or HD version that's better than the Nintendo service and release it, and that's $60 that we could get. Bam, they're making bucks. So, Jacob, you said how much does the PlayStation 1 cost? $60 a year. And what's included with that? I, I you know, I haven't really touched PlayStation or Xbox in years. So, so, so what's included with the PlayStation 1 and what's included with the Xbox One? So, PlayStation Plus... Is is almost like uh, Xbox Live Go, but you get discounts on games that you buy. So you still get the monthly games, but let's say they're doing a Halloween sale and they're doing something with Silent Hill or they just got all of these horror games. If you have PlayStation Plus, you could get an extra 20 or 30% off on top of the percentage of what they're doing. With Xbox Live Go, at the time, you had to have it to do online gaming. Um, you normally don't get no extra discount where you're buying the game. You only get that now when you're doing Game Pass. So gotcha. if you want to play, if 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 let's say Horizon Zero Dawn was like twenty dollars, well ten dollars, um, and it was doing a sale where you get a twenty dollar discount on it. But if you are a PlayStation Plus member, you get an uh, additional 20 so now it's 40% off. And they show you what the price difference is for it. You don't do the same thing with that. So it, 
you still get free online play without the PlayStation Plus, but it's the discount of buying games that separates it. And uh, I did want to mention this. Coconut2218 uh, in chat, in my chat, says, uh, the PS Plus exclusive discounts are amazing, to be honest. Would love to see something like that on Nintendo. So clearly, this is something that speaks to fans. As far as Xbox goes, I believe it's basically the same kind of concept, except maybe minus the, the discounts. Uh, you get to play online. Yeah. You get... Uh, that monthly games with gold thing and then um, I think are there any other services that you get included in that is game pass part of games with or games no Xbox so gold? so no game if pass is what 15 bucks a year uh, I mean a month so it's ten dollars if you do it just by by its base itself. If you're doing the ultimate, it's fifteen, which includes the PC version, which includes games with go and everything like that. Um, so, but ten dollars for Game Pass and ten dollars for a month for games with gold or xbox gold xbox online so that's actually 120 dollars a year if you're getting both of those services yeah because games with gold is included with game pass if you go that monthly route if you're paying the 60 dollars, you don't have to worry about game pass you just get xbox live go in the online service um because okay. you I, I think you still need it to yeah you still need it so you could do uh, I think Netflix and Hulu. I don't know if they stopped doing that, uh, but I knew I know back in the day you had to have that in order to do some online gaming and watching their services and stuff. So with PlayStation it, Plus, you don't have to do that. So how does that change your answer, Dan? That info. Um, I I don't know. Not, like. <laughs> everybody's going to charge you for online. Right. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we're just getting free games to me is like awesome. Um, so yeah, I, if we added, if we had a GameCube and N64 and Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, all that, like I would even pay 40, 50 bucks a year for that. Um, I've, I've definitely spent way more money on way dumber shit. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that to me is just, it, it's fine. We're going to have to pay for it. It's something we have to pay for regardless. Um, but yeah, I like, you know, I, th I, I, I do want to see, I would like to see some more, you know, different platforms come to NSO because people just love, love, love Nintendo IPs. They really do. Mm -hmm. um, and the more chances we have to play them, the better. Uh, I personally don't even like emulating. I don't like sitting in front of a computer and playing a game. Um, <laughs> so, like, the more games I can get on my Switch, the better. Um, and I'm all about it. I think if Nintendo reaches out and get those other systems, yes, it's going to be the WiiWare kind of situation where you had... where. Um, we were you did pay for those games but like playing playing a lot of turbo graphic stuff or playing uh some uh not sega saturn playing some s64 games that never got released a lot of people was building their library up during that you know a lot of people realize that sometimes retro games retro games surprises a lot of people on why modern game is still here today you know why a lot of genres kind of start start out of from retro games you know uh everybody know me i'm an old school gamer but like i wouldn't be able to get into bloodborne if it wasn't for ghouls and ghosts and things like that if I, when it comes to difficulty of games i wouldn't be able to get into that stuff without this thing so i think a lot of 
players who are getting into gaming now could see why they're why we made Mario an icon, why Zelda and Princess Peach are still being cosplayed to this very day. You know, I I, I mean, <laughs> okay, yes, but also like a lot of people are younger and play mm -hmm. these games and probably like a lot of retro games do not hold up well like i like ice climbers because it was like like jacob said like we all had two or three games ice climbers was one of mine mm -hmm. <laughs> you know and like that game sucks like <laughs> <laughs> these retro games they do not hold up well so really like don't. younger players are probably playing them and being like oh god like this zelda game is absolute trash but and then people like us growing up with it like we love it for the nostalgia and the familiarity, right? right. So it's like which so we're like, yeah, yeah this Zelda game's absolute trash. <laughs> but you know what's funny? But it holds up kind of well, so <laughs> I'm okay, and I'm gonna play it. <laughs> let me tell you, what's really funny is that a lot of parents and who get into Zelda, who get their kids into Zelda, who play it, I have not seen one parent get a kid into Tomb Raider. I have not seen one parent get a kid into Uncharted. Not even for Halo or Forza. Like, I haven't seen... Not Forza, Project Gotham Racer. I haven't seen a lot of, of kids... A lot of parents getting kids into so, other games. Into well-known franchises like there. Um, but I wonder if know. that has more to do with the subject of those games, right? Like, I personally wouldn't want to... I, I've talked about this with Becca, but like, I, we have no intention of letting our kid play adult or like those types of games before they're mm -hmm. well old enough to do so so like i don't i don't know if necessarily you know i feel like that's actually kind of the wise decision to to get um to not allow your kid to be playing games like tomb raider and halo but you know, and uncharted but, you, but, but then it's, it becomes hey i because i kind of i was speaking to crossroads uh, they was talking about Nintendo for a bit about the N sixty four and the PlayStation stuff, and I kind of and I kind of mentioned that Sony used to make games for Super Nintendo and Sega CD. They made a Peter Pan game on those platforms back in the day. A lot of people don't know about that. I'm like, you can Sony as a video game company, were well, part of a video game company, mm -hmm. it's just say entertainment, they made games back in the 16 days. So if you want to know the history of Sony and how they got into video games, you could go back on the Nintendo or Sega platform and do that. And a lot of people don't know about that. So when Wind Waker HD was coming out, even with Breath of the Wild, parents were getting their kids to play these, these games to see why these icons are happening. Yes, a lot of modern games are icons. And the people who grew up with PlayStation 1 and Xbox, they have not been able to get those kids to go back to those games. Definitely with PSN now and Game Pass, that those games are available. They have not got those those people into it. Definitely with Switch Online, you're able to get a kid or even a teenager into why these series are popular, why a Metroidvania or why this game is called a Metroidvania and stuff like that. Parents are willing to do that. You know, even you, Jacob, you went, you and David are going back to the Metroid series. True facts, right? You know. Fire Emblem, when that when Awakening came out, a lot of people are researching on how they could play the old games so they could understand why. Well, yeah. Uh, 
Uh, but like when Halo, when Halo uh, Collection, Master Chief Collection came out, I bought that and played all of those mm-hmm. that games that I'd never played before. Yeah. Yeah. So just to segue off just a little bit, um, Coconut in the chat asked like a really good question. I wanted to uh, hear you guys' opinions on it. So they say, I wonder if they'll ever do a tier subscription or some sort of type of subscription service, like an expensive one with more systems included um, or games. So, um, you know, I... <laughs> I'll wait because I have I have an answer for this. <laughs> I've never really that. dealt with like subscription services, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pass this along to you, Jacob. Yeah, uh, I think I see that they could do it this way. I don't know if they necessarily will, but I I think we've I think we've t- touched on it a little bit before, like that you could you could offer a a um, like hey get the get the GameCube and or the GameCube and past subscription service get the N64 and past subscription service and like only allow allow you to pay for what you would actually play right I do think that if they went this route I think that they'd have to separate it to where it was like you pay five bucks for NES you pay five bucks for Wii you pay five bucks for GameCube you know and then you could be like okay I want this system this system and this system and like make your own bundle I think that would be the most consumer friendly way to do it. Um, but more than likely, I think that they'll just go a single subscription like they have right now and just include everything. They'll probably up the price and then just include whatever they've got available for you. I feel like that'll end up turning into people's like gym subscription where people sign up for the gym and then just don't go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like, oh, this sounds like such a great idea. I'm going to play Banjo-Kazooie all the time. And then just (laughs) a year later, oh shit, I'm still paying for this. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. So, I don't think Nintendo's going to do a tier thing. Nintendo wants to make things affordable. They don't want to be greedy. I know that line just really just about to shock everybody saying Nintendo isn't greedy. I mean, but, you're wrong, uh, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that's pretty objective. But, but, but I, I mean in the fact that I think they're not going to try to... I think they feel like simplicity is better now like if they can market something with with a simple with something simple with a one-time payment thing they can raise the price and let you know what you're all going to get they want to be a little bit simple they don't want to be like where we're going to be charging you this because it 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 feels like to me personally nintendo is not a money-grubbing company like some others are you know when we look at Sorry, Sony. Careful. But sure, Horizon Forbidden West sales is ridiculous. I don't know how many collections that you guys got out there for a price point. That's, use that for example, that's what Nintendo, I think, is trying to avoid. You know, I think they want to be like, if we're going to give you all of this, if we're going to raise the price, we're going to make a one-time thing. It's still one gear. You do not need to select a certain tier because the thing about it is, what if, what if Eternal Darkness came? I, I keep going back to GameCube. That's how much I love the system. Refresh that. What if Xenoblade Chronicles X, the special remix remaster edition that we're not going to sell anywhere else? is on this uh, Princess Peach tier, and here I'm stuck at 
the top tier because it's, the price is reasonable for seven dollars. I will be upset because I'm just like, why are they getting something that I'm not getting? Well, they'd be like, if you are the, at the Princess Peach tier, you get Xenoblade Chronicles X dropping today. If you're at the Toad tier, you got to wait four months and you get the basic version. People were riot using it as an example. <laughs> oh, man. I... That that's a hot take, Ed. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't like. I don't even know how to respond, really. But but just like I think, if there's going to be tears and specific things coming to them, a lot of people are going to skip the lower tiers and go to the best one, and they're willing to pay for that. The thing about it is, I think Nintendo personally wants to avoid that. They want to be like, we want to give you guys the best value with the best games. And we think it is at this. If you want to spend forty dollars a year at this with GameCube arcades, uh, unreleased games, unreleased indies, demos, just all a whole bunch of stuff, I think people would be like, "I'm gonna up my twenty dollar to that forty dollar game and do it." I I I think that would be a better route for them to go. Is that they say you can either pay for just the ability to play online, or you can play. Play online plus all of these games, and those are the two different tier services that they offer. Mm -hmm. And I would absolutely pay for the all oh, the we games. All would. I mean, we you know, we all <laughs> we all talked about how it was annoying that Skyward Sword was coming out for sixty, but if they dropped it for eighty, we would all still be there day one buying it as well. <laughs> so like that's you know that's just the nature of being a Nintendo fan, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, is there anything else you guys want to touch up on before we wrap it up? Uh, I I love this mini block. I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> I this this was a good topic, Dan. This was a great topic. Yeah, yeah, it's been fun. And like, the only thing I want to just say before we finish up is bring Donkey Kong ninety four to Switch, you cowards. <laughs> <laughs> Even as a full sixty dollar Donkey Kong ninety four ninety nine. <laughs> if they do like a special edition Switch of Donkey Kong ninety four, I would buy that. Yeah, I. I uh. I, I want to wrap it up by saying, as as we talk about a lot on Boss Rush, enjoy what you enjoy what you enjoy, right? Play play more games, be better. Just just enjoy the system that you're on. Enjoy what you're doing. Try out new things. Don't try out new things. Whatever. Just don't trash talk other people. I know we trash talk a lot of people here on this, this sometimes, specifically Sony. <laughs> a lot of that I feel like is directed mostly just to kind of annoy Leron because that's always fun. Um, but it returns. He does it to I, absolutely, so. <laughs> yeah. We all we all know and love each other, so we're kind of we're kind of just always giving each other uh, some flack. But for sure, just just love what you love and uh, and enjoy enjoy gaming as a whole. Yeah, and if you haven't played any international games, Nintendo Switch at twenty dollars a year. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I we're gonna get quickly. Well, this segment we do call playing with power, but uh, what you guys have been cutting on? Uh, Dan, what have what you been, been, been what on? Cutting on, like you know how you switch the uh, system, oh. video game system on. <laughs> yes, You're cutting yes. on the system. What uh, have you been okay. cutting on? <laughs> gotcha. Um, I have. Uh, okay, so I mean, I kind of have a laundry list since it's been a long time since yeah. I podcasted. For sure. Um, I finally beat Monster Hunter Stories too. 
Nice. That game was an absolute blast. I loved that game so much. Um, Ed, you need to hurry up and beat that game so we can do all those online quests together yes. after. Because yes. um, the post game in Monster Hunter Stories 2 is a lot. And it's like, it's so cool. Um, which also, you know, Monster Hunter Stories, I, I, I played Rise a little bit, but that game kind of had me overwhelmed and underwhelmed at the same time. Um, now, like, Monster Hunter Stories 2 has actually been, like, a nice kind of easy way into the Monster Hunter world for me because mm -hmm. I'm familiar with JRPGs. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's been really fun kind of learning the monsters and, like, everything about them and, you know, where their weaknesses are, which put me back into rise and now i've been playing rise here and there and i'm having like honestly like 30 times more fun playing rise this time around because i'm like oh man like you know just knowing everything that's out there and i'm like oh oh this is so cool like now i'm gonna fight a monoblos like <laughs> yes and i'm like i'm getting super into it so that's been a lot of fun um i am like three puzzles away from finishing the Picross uh, master system one. <laughs> and then I will have no more Picross to play on switch. Um, I have played a couple indie games, um, monster. Uh, what the hell is the name of the sun? Monster sanctuary. Monster sanctuary. Yes. Uh, that one's pretty fun. Um, Baldo. Oof. Nope. <laughs> Ooh. That's a big nope for me. Fam. Oh man. Yeah. You're real disappointed. Jacob was streaming it and I popped in the chat just to watch him fume because he had just started it and I had played through the first dungeon already and I was like, oh man, I want to watch I, someone watch like, play can this. I tell you, so many people have dropped that game. Mm -hmm. The thing is, it's unplayable. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> it, 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 I don't understand how they released this game. I just don't. What? Um, Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, there's just, there's, so many things that need to be balanced with the enemies. Um, there's no point in having hearts if everything one hit kills you, but then sometimes the same exact hit does like one heart. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make sense. You can't reset any of the puzzles or anything. So I dropped a block at the beginning of the first dungeon and then I moved it to pick up a pumpkin and that block stayed there. So I couldn't get back into the dungeon. I couldn't fall back off the ledge into the dungeon. It was a hard lock and I had to restart the game. I mean, even beyond that, like uh, the writing sucked. Mm -hmm. uh, there the puzzles tons are just of little glitches everywhere. Yeah. Which like, usually I can, especially with indie games, like I can get past that. Right. Um, but like the puzzles are so obtuse. Um, there was this one in the first dungeon with three bells and they like, there's nothing intuitive about it. They didn't like hint at it at the beginning of the dungeon. Like there was no hint. There was no rhyme or reason. So you walk, walking around slapping bells and it's just disrespecting all your time. <laughs> and like, Oh, <laughs> and, and when, when Dan says that they gave no hints, they gave no hints. Something as simple as them being at like an offline from one of the characters being like, music is really important to this world. Like that alone would have been enough. Because I finally figured out that they made different tones and you had to go from low to high. That was like the order to hit them in. 
but they did nothing to assist you in this game. Like it, <laughs> Absolutely it, nothing. Descent into madness is the perfect word for it. Because like he said, when I first started, I was talking about how like, yeah, it had glitches, but I can forgive that. That's okay. And then just as I kept playing, it was, it was just more like, no, no, this is, no, no, this is unforgivable. No. And it was so bad. So like I I'm so angry at this game that I like if they patch it I don't even know if I'll go back because I'm real. like that pissed at it. For real. Um, I don't know how they let that get out there, but that's enough of Baldo. Um, I've also finally started. This is like a week ago. Uh, Zelda Skyward Sword, and man, it's been fun. <laughs> it really has. Um, another game where you know it's not my favorite Zelda game. And when I finish it, it is still not going to be my favorite <laughs> Zelda game. But it's still, like, it's still really fun. It's kind of cool to just go back to these uh, dungeons and everything. Um, I've been switching between motion controls and button controls. Uh, button controls aren't bad. They're they're all right. But the game is definitely made to play in motion controls. So I've been doing that as much as I can. And finally, I have been playing a lot, a lot, a lot of Hades. Um, I've yes. probably done that. 30 runs in the last two weeks out of the blue i just kind of got hooked on it again so um yeah i'm just like killing it with the bow i i can clear it without even dying with the bow now it's crazy <sighs> i I, I, to... I love that um i remember when hades first came out and you were kind of like eh whatever about it you like it didn't quite get its hooks in you and i love I yeah love seeing now that you're like yes hades yeah so that's the thing it's like i've never really i've never liked a roguelike and i still kind of don't yeah. <laughs> so like i'm not i'm not ready to play diablo or anything yet but like man this one's just so good like i love the characters like I, the all of the worlds and everything is just so fun it's so it's so good i yeah i'm all in which is so funny because I every like what for two months I think on Power Block I'm like I've been playing Hades I've been playing Hades. <laughs> yeah. that's a great so that's thing. it I'm finally done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jacob, what have you been cutting off? Uh, yeah. So like I said, uh, I don't know if this was during the live stream or not. Maybe pre-show. Uh, but I I'm doing a 24-hour live stream right now. We're right in the middle of it. Um, but so I beat Link's Awakening again. Uh, this is the second time this year that I've beaten it. I beat it at least once every single year. It took me six and a half hours. Uh, if you go to howlongtobeat.com, it says it's 14 hours. So clearly I demolished that. That's a lie. Um, <laughs> when are you going to do a blindfold run? Oh, dude, I don't know if I could. Cause like, so the thing is, is my, I play it every single year, but my memory is stuck as in when I first played it as a kid. And so like, I still make the same exact mistakes in that, like, I'll be like, blah, da, 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 and then go towards the boss door and not have the boss key. And so then I have to backtrack <laughs> and be like, well, don't know why I did that for the 30th time. Um, but so, even though I know in my head, I'm like, nope, need the boss key. Got to have the nightmare key to do this. But then I get there and I'm just like, why am I here? What, what was I doing? Because I've played it so much at this point that my I, when I start playing it, I just immediately assume that I have everything already. Mm -hmm. And so I get, I get a little lost in that regard. Um, but I did that. been playing some Minecraft, playing a lot of Pokemon Unite. Oh, <laughs> so fun. Um, yes, it is. I'm, I'm currently expert uh, rank four. I'm working my way towards veteran. Uh, I just finished my Pokedex in Pokemon Sword. I've got a complete Pokedex in Pokemon Sword, which means that I, uh, I now can shiny hunt because I've got the shiny charm. 
Um, and then hold on. Yeah. Talk to me like I'm a two year old. So do you, do you have to beat the game to start shiny hunting? No. So shiny okay. hunting is if we're going to talk to you like a two year old, say we have one in every 10 Pokemon without the shiny charm is a shiny. Uh -huh. It's way more than that. It's 8,096, I believe. So one in every 10 Pokemon is a, is a shiny without the shiny oh. charm. One in every three Pokemon is a shiny with the shiny charm. So it just makes it easier to find them. It, it really cuts down on time if you're lucky because you can still go way over odds if you, uh, if you just have real bad luck. Um, so when you're in the open world on Sword and Shield, when you see a Pokemon in the overworld... Do they appear as a shiny, or do you have to get into the battle with you them? You have to get into the battle with them. Oh. Yeah, so there's no... You don't just get to run around like in Pokemon Let's Let's Go. Um, gotcha. Yeah, but it's super hype when you do manage to run into a shiny. And then um, I've been playing Minecraft, and I think I'm going to jump into a new indie game today during the 24-hour live stream. I'm not really sure. I, uh, I honestly kind of expected Link's Awakening to take longer than it did. Um, <laughs> so I didn't have a whole lot planned for it, but that's okay. We're just having a fun time. What uh, what indie game? Uh, I'm thinking Chasm. I've had Chasm sitting Ooh. in my backlog for a really long time, and I think I might want to start it today. Ooh. Have I... you ever heard of a game called Kunai? Kunai, no, I have not. Yes, I uh, have. It. It's... That's like one of the few Metroidvanias I've really enjoyed. Um, you're like a little laptop that has two kunais and you can like grapple against the walls and it yeah. is so fun. Hold on. You're a little laptop? No, yeah. uh uh no, you're like an iPad. Yeah. Is it is it a laptop or an, yeah, I think you're it's an, an iPad. I Still, you're an iPad? <laughs> you're an iPad yeah. with kunai. Yeah. Or, is, or is it a computer? It's one of the three. Oh like, my goodness, that's crazy. It's, okay, ch check it. It's like five or six bucks. Like it's really cheap. I, I have it. Uh, I'll have to check it out. Is it quick? Um, you can probably beat it in like six hours. Yeah, because it has some good writing. Like it is literally fun. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 probably one of the better hidden gems of switch indies okay uh, yeah in my opinion oh and then tonight if you are watching the live show tonight we're new normally my community has a community game night every saturday starting at 8 p.m central standard time tonight we are doing that um tonight i don't know why i keep saying that i'm tired uh <laughs> at 8 p.m central standard time we're going to be doing community game night we're going to be playing a game called gartic phone which is this if you've ever done it, it it's totally free you just need to be able to be on a computer and basically you draw something or type a sentence and then somebody gets that and they have to say what it is or draw what it is and it's kind of like phone but with that but it's a lot of fun and then maybe some jackbox party pack as well nice right uh for me um i finished lake on xbox one series x so i am doing a review for that uh do be prepared for that one because yeah um for switch i started breath of the breath of fire <laughs> breath of the wow i was talking to jacob about it but i started a breath of fire because i never got to actually beat that on super nintendo and still progressing it's really good it really is uh progressing through super metroid only got like Three more boss, two more bosses before I go fight Mother Brain and experience that final battle all over again. Um, been playing No More Heroes 3. Uh, if you guys missed that discussion, check out our last week's Nintendo Power Block episode uh, with Grayson Morales. We talk all about it. Um, 
I've been playing Super Epic, uh, and this is the the raccoon game that I was that I talk about, uh, where Dan you wasn't here. So it's a game where these pigs got a monopoly over the video game industry. Like they destroyed all the video games, and they're the only ones who are making them. And they're hypnotizing people with their games and making them pay more money. Where there's a raccoon who rides a llama, who wants to de- who wants to stop. So you're in this, it's called Super Epic, the Entertainment War. So you are a raccoon on a llama fighting all of these different kind of, uh, uh, different kind of pigs and stuff. And there's one of them that takes the intro to Castlevania Symphony of the Night, where it's Dracula and Simon, uh, uh, Belmont. And it takes the dialogue and then makes, it makes a spoof out of it. Uh, and it's so funny. It's really good. It's like only about four or five dollars. It's like really cheap uh, stuff. Uh, playing that. Uh, what else am I playing? Um, I uh, Streets of Rage Four Survival thing that that I have gotten into that. And then Kataria uh, Kataria Fables. Um, oh. I, uh, I am playing that. Getting through it slowly and everything. Um, I did, me and Dan was talking about it. Um, I've kind of had control issues with it. So with my, uh, with one of my pro controllers, it's doing drifting. But when I use that same control, same pro controller for any of my other games, I'm not getting no drift. Um, so I'm using my Monster Hunter game on it, and it's not doing no drift on it. So it's kind of weird at this time with that game and the controllers. I don't know if it's something that needs to be fixed or, or, or what. Um, but pretty much that's what I'm playing. And then I order uh, another PS4 controller so I can start playing some PS4 games. Uh, I have one, but I wanted another controller. Uh, and so I could use that. My The one that I'm currently using is not charging real well and stuff. It charges, but it's not charging fast enough and stuff. So um, I want to get a new one so I can help into like dying light and and stuff like that. Uh, but that's pretty much what I've been cutting on. And everybody, that is going to be our mini block, uh, which is not so many. Turned into a full episode. Never is, yeah. <laughs> uh, Thanks but, to you, uh, moderator. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to thank you, Jacob. I want to thank you, Dan. Um, if you guys want to see more content like this, go to Bosch Rush Games uh, or Bosch Rush Network, uh, dot. No, bossrush.net. Go to bossrush.net to see more content like this. Yes. (laughs) And maybe in the future, we might actually do more pared down mini blocks where it's just kind of a discussion. And I guess what we're cutting on and stuff. With that, everybody, um, continue to watch Jacob's stream if you are watching this live. Um, If not, go check out his channel at Gatatrad or uh, Twitch. Uh, thank you, Dan, for joining us, and thank you for that topic. It was a really great discussion. Uh, hopefully, we'll have you back on the working episode sometime later on in the future. Uh, but we miss, yeah, we miss you. We love you. Everybody, have a great week. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you next time on Nintendo Power Block. Mini Block. Bye, everybody. Bye bye.